0: Thank you for joining us for episode 375 of Live Happy Now. Now that we're taking vacations again, have you thought about how to bring more kindness to your travels? I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and this week I'm talking with Jessica Blotter, a speaker and journalist who specializes in sustainable and regenerative tourism. After witnessing extreme poverty on a vacation to Belize, Jessica launched a movement in 2016 called Kind Traveler which allows travelers to positively impact the communities they visit and enjoy incredible experiences as well. She's here today to talk about why it's so important to travel kindly and how you can make every trip you take make a difference. Jessica, welcome to Live Happy Now.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Paula. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: It's exciting to have you on the air. We've had you On our website, we had you when we had the magazine and you have such an incredible mission because you are all about sustainable tourism and giving back. And so before we dig into what you're doing, let's start by explaining what sustainable tourism even means.
1: Sure. i happy to. So uh, sustainable tourism is really about asking the question how one can maximize their perhaps positive impact when they travel and minimize their negative impact. When they travel and we're really looking at the entire cycle of the traveler journey so from how you get there your transport the type of lodging that you choose the behavior and activities that you have on the ground and what throughout all of those that travel cycle you know looking at that that question and how can i maximize positive impact as it relates to communities and the environment and the actual destination that you're in and minimizing things like your carbon footprint or preventing food waste or things like in that nature. So that's at the essence what it is.
0: Why is it so important for us to, to not just continue those practices, but really mm-hmm. step it up when we're going to go on vacation?
1: Right. Well, you know, when you look at the volume of of travelers taking international trips, especially when you look at pre-COVID, you had 1.4 billion travelers traveling around the world, right? And then you have 1.8 or more billion projected by 2030, So the power of the travel industry can actually be a force for good, or it can be a force for the negative. You see things on the negative side, such as over tourism. You also see things like communities adversely being affected. Whereas on on the positive side, if travel dollars can be situated and manifested in such a way that it can actually do a lot of good. It can support communities. It can support the environment. So it's just really important to think about how one can vote with their dollar and perhaps choose things that are good for the planet because of its sheer impact that it can make on a global level when you look at the amount of people that are traveling in today's world.
0: It's so interesting because I know a lot of friends who travel have come back and said, oh man, it was horrible because to get to our resort, we had to go through this village and they would talk about, you know, the poverty that they saw. And I used to go to Cabo a lot and, and it was that same kind of thing where you're staying in a very opulent place and you're surrounded by Mm -hmm. poverty. Yeah. So doing this, we don't really think that we can make a difference in that community. Like it doesn't even register with a lot of us. How do we make sure that that, is happening and how do we become a part of that?
1: It's great that you say that because that's actually how Kind Traveler began is that my co-founder and I, we were actually on a vacation and witnessed a lot of poverty. We saw a lot of emaciated dogs roaming the streets. Mm -hmm. We saw families living in shacks next to polluted swamps. And we had a really hard time sort of turning away from those experiences and getting excited about the vacation itself. We had been, and still are, animal rescue volunteers. And for us, it was virtually impossible for us to turn a blind eye to these rib-protruding dogs begging for food. So we decided to feed them, not knowing really what else to do. And we unintentionally inspired other travelers to get involved with this small act of giving back. And when we walked away from this experience, the mood had really shifted and see how the the other travelers, you know, went from this feeling of, of, of sadness and despair and helplessness to one of a little bit of hope and joy and laughter. And, you know, we just started to think about how perhaps we could create a way to make it easy for travelers to give back. And make a positive impact in the destinations that they visit, specifically through giving back, and we realize that there are so many wonderful nonprofits that are on the ground that are supporting animals or supporting the environment they're helping lift local communities out of poverty. And, you know, not everybody wants to volunteer necessarily on their vacation. They might not have time. They don't want to do it. And it's also earned a bad reputation over the years, frankly, in some other countries. That act of giving back and, you know, when you're traveling um, seemed like something that was very important to help create a sustainable future for the travel industry and utilizing the potential power of those 1.4 billion trips that, that, that happened at least pre COVID. That was actually that story you just described was something I think a lot of people have experienced. And, you know, they're often left with this feeling, something that's called traveler's guilt. And it's, you know, when it's not easy to do something and they don't know how to do something, it can be quite frustrating and lead to, to someone perhaps not feeling quite satisfied or, or happy even on their vacation.
0: What you did was different because a lot of people go through that. You have that traveler's guilt and you, you're like, I wish I could do something. And then you go home and you get on with your life. That is not what you did. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no, we, we we did not do that.
0: <laughs> so tell me like, how you went about having this experience and how did that become a movement? I mean, I think that is so fascinating to me.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, so when we have that experience, keep in mind, both Sean and I, we were at this point in our careers and our lives where we both were entrepreneurs and involved with other businesses in the past. And we're kind of, very comfortable in this space of entrepreneurialism. And we were very passionate about travel. We were both doing a lot of volunteering at that time. I was also a travel writer at that time. I was writing some, doing some freelancing with travel writing. And so our hearts and our minds were really in this very special place. When we had that experience and, and they were our hearts were definitely in an open place where we were actively kind of looking to find certain gaps that that existed and we saw this gap we started just asking ourselves like, wow, like what if we could use our passion for travel and for helping nonprofits? What if we could use that passion to create a pathway and make it easy for travelers to give back to the destinations that they visit? And that got us so excited. We came back, we started doing research after the trip and we realized in our research that a lot of travelers, in fact, at that time, it was 70% of travelers want their travel dollars to make a positive impact in the communities that oh, wow. they visit. that's
0: so great to hear
1: yeah and then but then we saw that the challenge was that about half of travelers find this completely confusing and don't know <laughs> like, necessarily what that means or how to do it and so we started talking to hotels as well and we decided that we wanted to build a platform that would essentially make it easy for travelers to give back to the communities that they visit and in turn be rewarded for special offers from hotels that were also committed to those same values within the community and the environment. And so because of that trip, Kind Traveler was born. We launched it in 2016 and it was the first and only, I should say, socially conscious give and get hotel booking platform that empowers travelers to, to give back and make a positive impact in the communities that they visit. And you know the way it works is really quite simple. It's a $10 minimal minimum donation to a locally vetted charity that is in the community that you're going to. And that donation or more will unlock an exclusive offer that we've negotiated with our hotels. And they even offer, whether it's an exclusive rate or some special perks, and through that booking, we say a triple win happens because the the traveler is winning. They get to, you know, have this amazing offer. They give back. The charity is winning and the hotel is winning. And 100% of donations are given back to the charity through this model. And a couple other things that make it special is that we measure the impact across the entire site. So whether you're, you know, giving back to a local wildlife group or an you know environmental organization, whatever it is, you're gonna learn about that charity specifically, why it's important, what your $10 donation will do, and you know become very educated about your your impact that you're able to make.
0: That is so cool. And as you said, you started this in 2016. And what have been some of the challenges to launch it and get it up and, and scale it so that you can start really giving people these, these offers
1: So in 2016, I think that we were definitely ahead of the curve. Today in 2022, a lot of folks are really starting to think about sustainable tourism, regenerative tourism. It's become quite popular. But back then, we found ourselves doing a ton of educating to everybody about why this was so important. I feel like it was just starting to, you know, sustainable tourism was really becoming slowly more popular over the years in terms of a topic that the media wanted to cover and such but we started out with 20 hotels on the platform, just mostly in the U.S. and the Caribbean. And today we have 140 hotels in 22 countries around the world and represent around 125 nonprofits around the world. And all of the nonprofit goals are aligned with something called the United Nations Global Goals for Sustainable Development. And it just ensures that All of our impact goals are essentially working to either fight poverty, advance education in communities, create equality in communities. And then on the environmental side, it's largely about addressing the climate crisis and working with environmental groups that are protecting biodiversity and wildlife or working to advance ocean conservation. So that kind of gives us like a framework around that. But it's been a really rewarding journey. And 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 now that people are talking more about how to do this, I think that the timing of our of our platform is is really really becomes more important.
0: Sure. And obviously we went through a time of not traveling much in the last couple of years. That's true too, of course. That was <laughs> oh. a huge challenge. <laughs> yeah. And oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what it looked like from your end. But do you see, as we come out of this a little bit, do you see a difference in the way people are approaching travel and in their willingness to give?
1: Absolutely. I mean, we took that time during the pandemic to actually launch a new platform. So we we launched a brand new platform in January of this year of 2022. And we wanted to create some additional things that would make it even easier for travelers to use the platform and added several dozen new properties during that time as well. But I, I do think that, yes, that the pandemic has indeed created a greater appreciation for travel because we all stayed home and we got to see what what destinations look like when there aren't any visitors. And there were lots of great stories around that time around wildlife being regenerated and communities that, you know, became better, in fact, because they weren't dealing with the the plagues of everyday tourism over tourism even since then you know we've seen destinations come back and and take measures to to even prevent some of those things that were less desirable from happening like certain certain places like venice cruise ships aren't allowed anymore and certain destinations you have to now pay environmental fees to access and so we're seeing destinations and governments really double down on sustainability which i think raises the bar for everybody to start thinking about it more and there's an overall raising of consciousness that is happening around this topic and you know you have a climate crisis that was officially declared the COP26 summit, you know, so you have a lot of conversations going on right now in a time where our world is at a a critical point to embrace positive change if we want to create a sustainable future for
0: it. And I think, as you mentioned, the climate crisis, it's now we can't deny it anymore. (laughs) And how then does this affect how we raise our children to be sustainable travelers? And and how does having a, a way to give back change the travel experience that they grow into?
1: Absolutely. I mean, family travelers really see this as an educational opportunity to teach their children about the importance of giving back and the feel, the, even the feel good associations that come with giving making that connection early on is so important. But there's also so much insight out there about the younger audiences like Gen Z, who at the oldest right now is 25. But they've listed that one of their number one concerns is the climate crisis. Mm -hmm. And Millennial audiences have also listed this as one of their top concerns as well. So you see these younger generations being very concerned about these topics and actively looking for ways to, you know, become more sustainable, responsible traveler, but also in their everyday lives. And so what you do in your everyday life should be no different than, you know, when you travel as well. There's this movement taking place and... There's a lot of interest with it with younger generations as well. The the goal for brands like Kind Traveler is to make it easy, essentially, for these choices to be made that create a sustainable future that we can all thrive in and feel good about.
0: We're going to take a break from the show right now and bring back Casey Johnson, our e-commerce marketing manager. Casey, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. You know, we've been talking about Organifi the past couple of weeks and how we love being able to just take a scoop of it and add it to water and have this super healthy beverage during the day. And Organifi has this whole line of products that meets a variety of needs. And one that we haven't talked about that is great for wrapping up the day is Organifi Gold because this has like all the things our bodies need to recover, like turmeric, ginger, lemon balm, mushroom, and I personally like it mixed in hot water, but you can also do it with warm milk or a milk alternative for an alternative to hot chocolate. So Casey, how about you? How are you enjoying the Organifi Gold?
1: First of all, I just want to say the gold is
0: the bomb. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah but seriously i love it and you know it contains nine superfoods you mentioned a couple of them and this specific juice is meant to promote rest and relaxation and who doesn't love that right i personally like to drink this with warm oat milk i like the milk Mm -hmm. alternatives and it's like a hug in a mug it it reminds
0: me like all day you know (laughs) oh that's awesome But it really is. I love it. So how can our listeners learn more about it and start enjoying the benefits of it?
1: So our listeners can go to Organifi.com slash Live Happy Now and they'll save 20% off automatically at checkout. Or you can go to Organifi.com that's organif com, and use code Live Happy Now to save 20% off.
0: That sounds awesome. I hope people check it out and we're going to go check out more of our... Organify Gold. And right now we're going to go back to the show. Doing good and giving back does release endorphins and, and people feel good about themselves and they just feel good. And can we talk about that? Like what it does when you give back to local communities as you travel, how does it help you as a traveler? And how does it increase the way that the satisfaction that you feel with that? experience. Yeah.
1: There's a few great studies out there that actually link trip satisfaction to giving back. And it's because when you give a donation or you volunteer or you just help somebody, endorphins are released in the brain that allow you to feel happier, healthier, and even more connected. We feel that that really is the perfect storm for the traveler who's looking to build purpose and meaningfulness in their vacation. Experience and that feeling when we're trying to get the most of our vacation. If we think about how we can optimize our travel dollars in a way that gives back and makes a positive impact within communities and the environment, not only are we doing good for the world, but we're we're also going to feel really good about our decisions and in fact, have a better vacation experience. I love, you know, just making that connection so clear for people and that opportunity that exists for those that want to get the most out of their vacation.
0: And then how does that change how they look back at that experience?
1: There's lots of evidence around how, when I mean, you're giving back, how this also creates a more memorable experience. And so, the way you look back and remember your experience might even be more vivid. Also, on Kind Traveler, I want to mention that beyond just giving a donation, a lot of these charities actually offer really unique experiences. And there's a little section when you click on the charities on our website. It's called How to Travel Kindly. And if the charity offers unique experiences, which like I said, many of them do, you can also go and visit them and have a very memorable experience that also gives back and supports these Nonprofits that are on the ground doing the good work and destinations. And so that is a sure way to also create a memorable experience that gives back and creates a memory that will be very different than perhaps other trips.
0: And what I love about this is children that are growing up this way and going and having these incredible experiences are more likely to then, as they become adults, not only will they continue doing that, but then they're going to raise their a next generation of children who see that as part of the travel experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a cycle. And so it's a great way to have fun with your family and and teach them a very powerful, meaningful lesson of what it looks like to, in fact, live a fulfilled life by through giving back and how that looks perhaps when you travel.
0: That's terrific. And you show so many different ways to do it. So I think that's what's cool too. Like people might even be inspired to do things on their own when they're out there as they travel.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have a few examples I, you know, I can share on the website. Yeah. I mean, you know, we do a lot of work here in California where we're based and up in Northern California is Sonoma County, which is such a sustainable destination. 99% of their vineyard acreage is certified as sustainable. So that in itself says so much about the destination, but we have, a variety of hotels up there that you can visit, such as the Farmhouse and Vintners, and so many others. But we have at least six different charities up there that are so unique that you can give back to, but also that you can have experiences with. So charities like Farm to Pantry, Charlie's Acres, the Russian River Keeper, the Sonoma Land Trust, just to name a few and for an experience with a charity one my one of the ones i love so much is with charlie's acres farm animal sanctuary which is a nonprofit that's dedicated to rescuing farm animals who were abused or destined for the dinner table and this organization offers unique ways to connect with these animals that are recovering from different situations. And they offer like sheep meditation.
0: Oh, um, wow.
1: Yeah. Or even like goat yoga. And it, it's just a way to kind of slow things down a bit a bit, enjoy the sense of nature and learn more about animals. And so that's, that's one experience that you can have that is directly with a nonprofit that really goes back into supporting the community.
0: Oh, that is terrific. That sounds like so much fun.
1: Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. I have another one I'll share with you if you'd yes, like. Please. Over in Florida, we do a lot of work with Fort Myers and over there we have a couple hotels that we work with from the Westin Cape Coral Resort, Diamond Head Resort, and the Pink Shell Beach Resort. But our local nonprofit that we support is the Crow Clinic, the Center for the Rehabilitation of Wildlife. When you book on Kind Traveler, of course, and you support Crow Clinic, a $10 donation, and we measure this on the platform, but it can provide up to five days of care for an eagle with a broken wing, as an oh, example. Wow. Yeah, and so that's that's the other thing that you know that a lot of people ask. Well, what can a ten dollar donation do? Well, it can go a really long way and do a lot of really cool things. And we tell you all of that on the website when you book. So another thing it can do is provide two weeks of antibiotics for a gopher tortoise that was hit by a car. So unfortunately, they have a lot of that happening there. But this organization is there doing a lot of the wildlife rehab. And you can also go to the Crow Clinic as a visitor. They're very child-friendly And you can go and visit these rehabilitated animals. Those that can be released in the wild are released. Those that cannot be, we'll call it a sanctuary. But it it is a great way to engage, learn, and support a nonprofit that is really vital to the health and well-being of that destination. So that is in fact sustainable tourism right there.
0: This is terrific. I love the work that you're doing and And the way that it continues to spread on our website, we're going to tell people how they can find you, give them more information. We'll share the previous stories we've run on you and just give them, let them know how they can get in touch with you. But as we're entering these final weeks of summers and families are trying to squeeze in those last minute trips, what do you recommend? What can families do differently to make a difference as they, as they get in their final travel of the summer?
1: think about a couple things. I say it's easiest to look through a lens of kindness when you make your travel planning decisions. And the lens of kindness I look at is a quadrant of four pillars. And so it's kindness to communities, to the environment, to animals, but also to oneself, to one's looking at individual wellness. And so when we kind of look through this lens of kindness we can ask ourselves that that question in the beginning how might i maximize my positive impact and minimize my negative impact so with transportation for example because we know that both aviation is a the aviation industry for example contributes to 8% of all carbon emissions And the ground transport industry is responsible for 26% of all carbon emissions. So we might want to look at how we're traveling. Mm -hmm. Can we look at slow travel? Can we travel perhaps by a train as a very slow way of traveling that reduces carbon emissions up to 55%? So, you know, looking at ways that we might be able to travel in such a way, perhaps, It's with an electric vehicle or it's with public transport. It's by carpooling, perhaps. So looking at some of those ways that that we can reduce our carbon footprint specifically. Then, of course, choosing a hotel that is also abiding by not just environmental sustainability initiatives, but also community impact. And so choosing the type of hotel that you would stay at, that would in fact embrace all those values. And then of course the activities that you choose. Are there nonprofits that you can go visit and support such as little local sanctuaries or classes that you could take offered by different nonprofits? Doing your research, right? You have to spend a little bit of time asking those questions, doing your research, voting with your dollar while looking through a lens of kindness.
0: Fantastic stuff. We have so much to learn from you. You are doing so much good in the world. It's truly appreciated and and you are making a difference. And I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us about it. And again, just thank you for everything that you're doing.
1: Paula, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. I so enjoyed being here and talking with you. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: That was Jessica Blotter, CEO and founder of Kind Traveler talking about how to make a difference by changing the way we travel. If you'd like to learn more about Jessica's work, check out Kind Traveler or follow Jessica on social media. Visit our website at livehappy.com and click on the podcast tab. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps, reminding you to make every day a happy one.